listening to the Something More podcast. In season one, James, a pastor in Bristol, and Lexi, part of the staff team here at Something More, lead us through some of the fundamental practices of faith designed by God to draw us closer to Jesus. Classically, I'm an Aldi gal Mm. because it's about five minutes from my house and I don't drive. And it means that when I buy fruit and veg and fizzy water, I don't have far to walk. (laughs) Got to consider these things. Um, But recently, because I live in Bristol and Bristol is the capital of all things eco, Mm. um, I've started shopping in local greengrocers and buying my fruit and veg without packaging. Wow. It's actually really good. But basically, I bought some fruit and veg from Aldi and it went moldy within a week. And I was horrified by my sprouting radishes. So (laughs) I decided that the time had come for me to just buy the veg that I needed. And I've been doing it and I've saved money. And I walk around with a string bag. So I do look like one of those classic Bristolians. (laughs) Horrified. What is my life? I can (laughs) still... Oh, I'm glad we named it as well, because I think people will connect with that. Anyways, nice to see you again, Lex. (laughs) Ditto. We we find ourselves in this lovely room of ours in Bristol once again. Indeed, we do. Joined by producer Tom, wearing a pink shirt. Yeah. It's nice. And headphones that make him look very much like a Cyberman. Or or a male version of Princess Leia. (laughs) Oh, Anyways, I TV. Uh, apparently, Lex, uh, there are lots of people listening to this. The stats have come in and people have seemed to be positive about it and are being nice to us. Yeah, which terrifies me because for some reason, as soon as you put me in front of a mic, I say words like ditto that I don't think I've ever said in day-to-day life. I apologise, folks, for the things that come out of my mouth. And sprouting radishes. Oh, yeah, not one of my finest moments. No. But um, true, guys. Tell me you haven't had a sprouting radish. (laughs) Stop. Please stop. Please stop. Um, Anyways, we're really delighted that people are listening and we hope that you're enjoying it and um you know even people have even left written reviews on itunes for us with yeah. five stars so if you'd like to join that crowd that Feel elite free. club uh then you know we would much appreciate that so lex what are we doing today episode three the halfway stage yeah so today we are looking at the bible be exciting um and so just to signpost a little about what is going on we're going to look at what it is um sort of unpack why it is we need it and then look at how it draws us closer to jesus because i think that is the main thing that we need to enter into this with remember these spiritual disciplines are not the end they're the they're the means Mm. through which we get closer to jesus so remember that as we walk through this i think it would also be great james for you to tell us what we're not looking at um the things that we're probably not going to cover today um is exactly the diff you know the different types of literature within the bible uh we're not going to try and convince you that the bible is the word of god we're kind of assuming that you're either listening to this because you already believe that um or at least you're interested in how christians read the bible and so 
we're not going to go into like the apologetic side of can we trust the bible is it authoritative is it is it legit how do we trust all, all of that kind of stuff um and more about like you said how do we learn from it and how do we read it so that we are drawn into this relationship with jesus and we see jesus more clearly yeah i think i feel so great in asserting the fact that no spiritual discipline is more important than the intake Mm. of god's word we come to know him not through our own meditation alone um not through our own wisdom but through his word and the reality is there is no healthy or fruitful christian life apart from it because like the reasons are, are obvious in it god tells us about himself he tells us about Jesus um, in it. Laws are unfolded. Um, we can see how we've broken them. We can see how broken we are in it. We we learn about that ultimate price paid. We discover his ways. We discover his will. We discover how he wants us to live and how to find that ultimate satisfaction. And we can't access that anywhere else. Like that is the truth of the matter. So if we want to know God, if we want to say that we're Christians, that we follow him, that we know his voice, that we listen to him, that we need to go to the Bible, we need to know his word and we need to know it intimately. What were we made for? To know God. Boom. I suppose what you have just touched on is something that Paul writes in mm. Romans when he talks about renewing our minds. So he says, don't conform yourselves to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And that is an active thing. That's yeah. something that we we participate in. And so the renewal of our mind is, is something about bringing uh, newness to our minds so that we draw strength from a higher power, which is God. And we do that by filling ourselves with truth and God's word. And so um that that we kind of expose ourselves to to the truth of god's word and that then infiltrates our mind mm. and transforms us um and then again in in philippians chapter 4 verse 8 uh paul writes this he says finally whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is admirable if anything is excellent or praiseworthy think about such things mm. and so there's something about reading it and exposing ourselves to to the word of god but then but then paul encourages uh the the philippian church to think about these things and so th it's one thing just to read it it's another thing to think about these things deeply yeah and i think that is definitely something for people today because i think in preparation for this obviously we do like a lot of reading and, and a lot of the literature around this says that it's a, a more recent phenomenon that people or christians today that that say they they believe in in god and they go to church don't read the bible it's it's now i think at 17 percent or something mm. of bible believing christians actually sort of engaging with it which is quite terrifying um but i think maybe a lot of that and it feeds into this idea of it being overwhelming is that we live in this society of like immediate gratification you know like i can stick something in my amazon basket and it's here by tomorrow we like to have things instantly and the reality is we don't always get that with the bible you know it can take days weeks months to kind of get into a routine with it get into a habit of it and it requires something of us it yeah. requires effort we have to bring ourselves to the table um and we're we're kind of we're quite lazy you know i think it's so true who is i think it was rc sproul who speaks about this that our problem today isn't like a lack of intelligence um 
or, or a lack of passion. People say are clever. They're smart. They've got excitement levels. You know, that's real. You definitely but do. I yeah, have enough for everyone. Um, but our, our problem is that we're lazy. And, and I that really resonates with me because yeah. I often say to, to my friends, there's some girls that I am lucky enough to call friends who are just in love with the Bible. And being around them is an amazing thing for me. It yeah. makes me want to sort my life out a bit. Um, but I often say to them, like, I feel like I have a really flabby faith. Like, mm. it's just lazy. And I very often, like, piggyback off of their kind of pre-digested experience of the Bible. Right. And there I, like, borrow their experiences and sort of act as if it, it, it's my own. Yeah. Um, and that that is a problem of, of laziness, you know, because yeah. we, we all have access to to the bible yeah it's there in front of us and the there is no secret to sort of unlocking it the reality is we just need to sit down and and get into it and yeah of course there are habits and there are tools that can help us unlock things that on our own we might not be able to access um but it it requires something of us you know and and understanding the bible is a life's work it, yeah like entirely. it's something that you have to give yourself to and um so i think and we're not predisposed now to do that to commit to something yeah okay so if those are the things that stop us um how how then do we learn you know how do we get over that how do we get past those those barriers and and enter into a life that is committed to to studying this yeah this book well, I think the first thing is to, to, and you you have already talked some about this already, but like what the script, when we give ourselves to the reading of the scripture, what that does for us. And um, and there was this great quote, and I, I do not know who said it, uh, but it was like, we need to allow the Bible to overcome our reality. Mm. And that, that is a, nice. Okay. Yeah. So the overcoming our reality. So it's like we live in this world and we have all we we live our lives and we have a certain way of interpreting what's going on around us and the way we think and we live in our little bubbles and the issues and the problems in our lives and what reading the bible does is and when we really search the depths of it what we allow that to do is it, it overcomes our reality so that we actually hear from god and we see god and we understand something of the overarching narrative of the bible and so the bible rather than it being like a manual for us Mm -hmm. where we turn to it in a crisis or something breaks and we're we're turning to the manual to try and fix it the, the bible is all about god and his plans and his purposes and so we need to approach it in that way and so that when we see it as that when we see it as this overarching narrative of the story of God and his people, mm-hmm. it, it should change the way we read it. So rather than just dipping in and out um, of it, it changes the way we read it and we're, we're gonna look at that. But in terms of like how we learn, there's the thing of kind of repetition. So, you know, continually reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the thing of um, actually concentrating yeah when you're reading it so rather than just like aimlessly skimming through it's actually thinking about it as you're reading yeah. it yeah 
And that I think that's a really interesting point because it kind of ties in and you can start to see here how these spiritual disciplines feed into one another. Mm. Because last week we were obviously looking at silence and solitude and this um, and the way that it helps us to concentrate our minds, how it helps us to center in on things. And you can kind of see how it partners so beautifully with with Bible intake, you know, taking that time to to concentrate, to clear our minds so that we may really fully give ourselves to this word so that we may really fully focus on it it's quite interesting seeing how they start to yeah to tie into one another but sorry so that was one repetition two concentration yes three lexi tangent four (laughs) three well Well. 3.1 is uh like comprehension so as you're reading it um seeking to understand it and and asking questions of it and uh this is something that i'm uh, keen for people to do is mm. is to ask questions yeah. as you're reading it is is not 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 to like argue every single part of it but it's like you know what is god doing here or like why did this person say this or yeah. why is this why has the writer included this story are they trying to make a point yeah and so in in the comprehension of it rather than just like when you go to an art gallery rather than just kind of staring at this portrait trying to work out what the heck it is or you go to the Tate Modern and you're like is this art is this like what is going on here (laughs) it's like asking questions of it to try and understand it and then finally it's kind of reflection which I suppose is like taking it in its fullness Mm. what do we think it means and then how does it apply to us and so those steps are something that Richard Foster talks about in his book celebration of discipline which has just helped me so much to yeah. think about it it's like continually go and read it so repetition concentrate comprehend it, ask questions and then yeah. reflect i found a really helpful way of learning more about the bible and about god through yeah. it i think the other thing you know the other thing to say is is that it's always good to start uh, by praying and asking god to speak to you and that you know I think sometimes we can just pick it up and open it and expect God to speak and actually there's something of just preparing ourselves before we read it and saying God would you would you speak to me through this would you bring revelation to me as I'm reading your word and it can just be a really simple thing but not only are we humbling ourselves and asking God but it also does something to our minds where we're like I'm not just reading it for the sake of reading it I want to meet with you God and so you're inviting, you're asking the Holy Spirit to come and and reveal and to to show you Jesus in the passage that you you're reading at that point. Um, for me, I have toyed and played around with different ways of doing it, uh, some more successful than others. Um, and the current the current pattern for me, this is what I'm currently doing, is um, I found the Bible in one year for me. A challenge. If you don't know what Bible in one, if you don't know what Bible in one year is, uh, it is uh, just a way of reading the Bible <laughs> in one year, um, and it just takes you through gently. And uh, it, for lots of people, it's really good. For me, I found it difficult because either I'd forget what had happened in the story, um, or I'd miss a section and feel guilty about mm. it, and yada yada yada. So the way that I do it now is I just take a book at a time, and I give myself to a book to read for a month. So uh, currently, I am reading through Mark, and I'm just reading that in this month. 
Um, and so if I finish it before the end of the month, I just start again. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, uh, because I've got a slower mind, uh, <laughs> that helps me because it means I can just take my time through it. There's no pressure. Um, and for me, that is really helpful. And along the way, probably just writing down some questions and yeah. either coming back to it as I'm reading it um, and... Uh, and then, you know, asking people or looking it into it for myself. Uh, for me, that's the way that I do it. And then asking some questions, the questions that I probably ask most regularly are like, where do I see God in this? Or where do I, yeah, where do I, what is God doing in the passage? Um, how does this passage reveal something of Jesus? Because the Bible is fundamentally about him. Uh, and then uh, what does it say about the world and people? Um, does it talk about the condition of people and and the way that people are are uh, living and then how does it apply to me mm-hmm. so um those would be the four common questions that yeah. I would approach it and then a new thing that I've added in uh to that rhythm of just reading a book for a month is then probably once a month read like a larger section of wow. the scripture in one go <laughs> wow indeed wow. Wow, wow. um and that just that just kind of takes me out of like one particular piece of the Bible and just gives me a wider mm. a wider view of of the story of of God in the Bible. Nice. So that's currently that is the way I'm doing it. It might mm. change. Yeah. Who knows? How about you, Lex? Um, it was a few months back now where I, I kind of came to what felt like a I suppose a crossroads in my faith where I was like, you can either carry on as you are, you can coast. Um, you can live off of other people's experience. You can go to church on a Sunday and, and read the Bible and then go through the rest of the week and kind of wait for that Sunday again um, to read the Bible again. Or you can start, you yes. know. And uh, I read something that, that said that actually, if you were to sit down and open the Bible, you could read it cover to cover in, in 71 hours. And I was like, wow. oh my goodness, what other things have I done within 71 hours? A lot. I've watched a lot of TV in that time. Um, so that like roughly equates to like 15 minutes a day and you could read the bible in under a year if that's what you wanted to to commit to five minutes a day you can read it in under three years etc all the stats um and i kind of realized that it was a a primarily like we've sort of already said this matter of motivation and discipline and i was Mm. like right let's find something that works um and so i downloaded another app this is very digital today you can also open the physical bible which i do love to do by the way yes. i'm very much a fan of getting the actual book come on um but i downloaded one that is called read scripture it's and the reason great. i loved it was because the thing that i struggle with a lot and i wasn't brought up in a christian home um and so I really felt like I, I didn't understand this kind of overarching narrative of the mm. Bible. And the thing that I loved about uh, Read Scripture was the f- these videos that they sort of sporadically put throughout the, the start of these devotionals um, and these readings um, that unpack the Bible in its fullness and then situate the day's study within it and kind of so show good. how it fits in. Um, and so it gives you things to latch onto. So for example, at the moment in Exodus, um, it's just got to, uh, what part have I got to? This is a good challenge for me remembering what I read this morning. Um, so it's sort of looking at the 10 commandments. So I'm, I'm in that sort of area and, um, it gets to a point where there's a lot of, 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 of lists, you know, you've got the commandments and then there's a lot of rules for how people should live, etc. Um, but the video at the start, 
talks about this whole idea of heaven and earth and, and how they're coming together and what this looks like. And so it gives you these things to look for. And so now as I go through this passage, it doesn't feel like a long list of things where I'm like, what is this saying? I'm mm. suddenly like, oh my goodness, I see Jesus like mirrored in this. Like yeah. I can see how, why these things happen later. Like I can, I understand it and it's so amazing. Good. And um, I was saying this to you beforehand, but I, I used to feel like reading the Bible was a duty and I used to feel... Um, I just feel really guilty because I didn't read it enough. Uh, but I've found now that through using this app and through sort of making those conscious effort, like steps to, to incorporate it into my morning routine, um, I actually really look forward to it. You know, I never thought I'd be someone that said that, but I really look forward to it because now I understand these things like covenant promise. Oh my gosh, I finally get what that means. Yeah. You know, and that's that's not because I'm a genius. That's not because I've read a lot of books about the book. It's because I've started to read the book and I've still got a long way to go. Like you said, it's a, it's a lifetime journey. Um, the Bible. We've we've looked at why we think it's important for us to... To, to grapple with it more why maybe we avoid it um those sort of common pitfalls mm. um we've we've looked a little bit at sort of routines that can help us you know the idea of repetition concentration comprehension reflection which is great um and and those kind of practical points on on how we can how we can engage with it more um so what what so now? what so I think firstly, um, it's it's not a kind of finger wagging, go and read now go and read your Bibles, sinners. Yeah. Um, but there is there is something of the the next step is is to some extent is to actually then read it or however how however it works for you whether it's listening to it, just in some way exposing yourself to the Word of God and that can take all sorts of forms you can listen to it you can listen to it through the bible app you can uh, pick it up and read it you can go and meet with someone to read it if if you need help uh in terms of understanding it and for me that w that was the way that it happened i'm you know i think i've already said that someone decided to take a year and sit with me once a week and read the bible with me and that transformed the way that i read it and so the thing of finding someone who's perhaps older, wiser, more knowledgeable is such a helpful thing to do. But whatever it is, it's not necessarily about um, the book itself. It's about exposing yourself to the word of God because these words are life. Yeah. Uh, and um, they reveal Jesus and it's supposed to propel us into a deeper relationship uh, with him. Uh, and so um, whatever it takes... Yeah. Uh, to to get yourself into uh, the Bible, um, and you can do whatever you want with that. You can journal, you can write about it, you can ask questions, you can meet with people uh, and talk about it. You can get into a a Bible study group or into a, you know a group in your church that reads the Bible. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is, as as long as it's feeding you and helping your relationship with Jesus and understanding more of who he is and, and how he loves you and what he's done for you mm. and the story of, of God and his people revealed in scripture, that that is what we're passionate about, uh, people finding. And I suppose that is crystallized uh, towards the end of John's gospel when he's written all these things. He's written the account of Jesus' life, his miracles, 
his his death and his crucifixion, his resurrection, his ascension into heaven. And and then he says this in chapter 20, at the end of chapter 20. Uh, it says, Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Uh, and, and so John is so specific about why he has written these things. He's written these things that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, that he is the Son of God, that he's full of power, that he is uh, the, the authority uh, over the world. He holds everything together. And then by believing in him, that you might have life in his name. And, and for me, that's a massive encouragement that when I read the Bible and when I uh, do those things, when I come back to it, when I think about it, when I ask questions of it, when I talk to people about it, uh, that that through the Holy Spirit uh, and the Holy Spirit's help, uh, that he will reveal something of who God is to me and that I might find life in that. Um, and so uh, our challenge is, and every episode we've kind of left people with some kind of challenge or some kind mm-hmm. of thing to do, is to open it, to, to, to choose a passage or, or to read uh, a letter or a book in the Bible and to ask some of those questions you know where what is God doing here uh what is it where does it reveal Jesus what does it say about people and how does it apply to me that could be a really good way to start and you don't have to spend hours you don't have to pour over it for hours it could just be that you spend five minutes reading a psalm or reading a a story in the New Testament and asking those four questions for me that would be a great place to start Jane's a pleasure Lexi a pleasure as well oh beautiful see you next time yes when we come to talk about worship oh la la (laughs) oh yeah yes